0: Ah, uh, yes, how we doing? Welcome once again, my friend to station b o b where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work, and of course, I am your host, Doctor Rob. What's up? Just to borrow a borrowed phrase from my boy Martin Lawrence there so how you doing? Happy summer, and uh, the weather on my side of town is nice and hot and humid, and I'm feeling good like I should, and I hope you're doing the same on your side of town. So what are we going to talk about today? Hmm... I think I have an interesting topic for you, and that topic is, should parents be held responsible for their child, usually the son's, behavior after he commits mass murder with an AR-15 that the parents bought their son for his 18th birthday? Now, I know that was a lot to take in. Because that subject alone, should the parents be held responsible for their son's behavior after he commits a mass murder with the high-powered rifle that his parents bought him for his 18th birthday? Well, that's what we're going to take a deep dive in today. But first, I want to know, how we doing I'm good, I'm good, you know, I tell y'all, I I feel good, you know, I have my ups and downs, mostly, mostly ups, but like I always say, we have to, happiness is a choice, and and it takes work, you know, and as my father always says, Rob, one day is chicken, and one day is feathers, so I just try to get chicken most of the time, alright, so listen, it's been a few days since my last podcast. And this made me think about the words from one of my favorite songs by Michael Jackson. Can it be that I stayed away too long? Ha! Did I leave your mind when I was gone? I certainly hope not because, you see, I want to be where you are for sure. Because, see, I'm thinking about you all the time. And what's happening? We are in the middle of a very hot summer. And I'm not talking about the weather. I'm talking about gun violence and mass shootings. I mean, damn, what the hell is going on? You know, when I started this podcast, I never imagined that I would be talking to you about gun violence at all. That's just not in my repertoire of subjects or expertise, if you will. But the reality of our lives right now is such that I feel compelled to talk about it. Because we live in a society today where no place, no mall, no neighborhood, no school, no bar, no club, no barbecue, no cookout. Damn it. No place is safe. What's up with that? Let me also say. That I do not even like talking about guns. No disrespect to my uh, amendment to rightful bearing arm gun owners. But me personally, I do not even like to talk about guns. And so, with that said, I don't even plan to talk too long about it on on, on this subject, on this podcast today. So the topic we... we regarding the parents' responsibility in the gun issue is the real point of this discussion, which I will get to momentarily. I mean, what's up with gun violence? Not good at all. Not good at all. You know, it seems like nowadays that Teenagers Are on the war paths With their new toys uh, What happened to the PS5 Or the super duper Xboxes Instead now They get high powered weapons Also known as AR-15s Which seem to be the new gift That some parents give Their children Now of course I can't tell you what to do Or how to gift Your children But <laughs> And my daddy used to say, Rob, timing is everything. Timing is everything. And this is not a good time to be buying high power weapons for your sons. The thing that kills me the most about this issue, wait, wait. Did I just say the thing that kills me about this issue? <laughs> That's a bad choice of words. Let me rephrase that because that's the wrong word to use when we're talking about the subject of gun violence. So the thing that gets me about this is that some parents are buying their children guns after there have been reports of the child threatening to either commit suicide or to kill everybody at their high school graduation. I mean, come on. Now what about that behavior is a sign that a child is mentally and or emotionally ready to be gifted with probably one of the most powerful long arm guns on the market the AR15 absolutely nothing so when it comes to the question of whether or not parents should be held responsible for the behavior of their Child, usually the son, when it comes to them murdering dozens of innocent people, I would say hell to the year times 10 divided by 2 plus 2,000. Yeah. The parents should be held responsible and their liability, culpability may also serve as a measure. Towards guns gun safety. You know, for instance, you know, I got the usual circumstances with my twenty two year old daughter. I mean you know, when she was a teenager, she started feeling herself and talking back and disrespectful. And, you know, you say, Dr. Robert, all oh, you know, how come your daughter don't seem to be in line with all the good things you talk about? Well, she's there emotionally. She has good self-esteem and good self-image and all of those things. But she is a human being with her own mind in terms of her behavior. And since I'm her dad, she thinks that she can push the envelope because she know I love her. You know, Dr. Rob love the kids. All right. But the point here is that when you have children, as I do, and as many people know, they will try you from uh, the age of 12, 13, 14. It seems to get worse the older they get you understand, until they move out on their own and come home finally realizing, hey, Dad, you know, you you, you were right. But at any rate, with all the ups and downs and, and things that I have gone through with my daughter. You know, the, the normal teenage disrespectful stuff, as I said, many parents deal with regarding our teenage children. Then it was a fight about where she would go to college. Then it was a dispute about her having cars hanging outside of the house late at night when she came home from college. Now it's was about her wanting her significant other to stay overnight. And her... Overall disrespect that she consistently shows me as her loving parent. Oh, my God. Do you think I would buy her any type of firearm for her birthday? The answer to that is hell to the no times 10 divided by 4 and 2,000 multiplied by 5. Hell to the no. Because at this point, I would have a big concern about whether or not she would kill me. And she know I love her and she love me. But what I'm saying is, you don't buy your children a weapon when the relationship is strained in the house, not only for a day, but over maybe the past three to four years. And so I would be responsible for my own downfall, If I bought my daughter a gun For her birthday Picture that Therefore Think about this Who should be responsible If a parent purchases a firearm For a teenage child Especially in light of the fact That the parent is aware That there has been a history Or domestic violence In the home Reports of the child Carrying out violent acts at school and at home By golly That is a parent's responsibility To take into account what their child would do with a weapon That is far beyond their comprehension As an angry teenager With emotional deficits Meaning low self-esteem, lack of self-love, feeling rejected by friends and family, and possible heavy influence on the internet about what to do with such a weapon when you feel that your family and your classmates do not want to accept you for who you are. I mean, come on, parents. Now, I'm not talking to you, my listening audience. I'm just speaking in general, so... Please understand that. Of all the things that a parent can buy for their child, why is an automatic high-powered rifle on the list? I want to know, who, who knows why? Yeah, that's what I figured. Crickets. Why would a high-powered weapon be on the list of things you can buy a teenager? Oh, my God. I mean, there was a time when that was maybe a special tradition, a custom. But we do not live in the old days. Of the new frontier anymore When we had to hunt for food And the oldest boy may have to protect the family While their father searched for gold Or a new place to live And all of the other reasons to bear arms In the early settlement days of these United States Those days are long gone For God's sakes We have to do better Guns for children is a prescription for murder, as is already have been demonstrated in a myriad of cases, and especially when your children have clearly shown their lack of emotional maturity. That is not the child to purchase a gun for. Whatever happened to fishing rods or used cars, a savings bond, a trust fund. I mean, come on. Both mentally and emotionally, children are not ready for being the sole owner of a deadly weapon without proper training and emotional support. At these young ages, children are already involved in intimate partner violence, anger management scenarios, jealousy issues, low self-esteem, lack of self-love, and a host of other emotional issues which speak to the lack of emotional readiness to be responsible or the sole owner of a firearm. I mean, for goodness sake. With that, I got to take a break. We'll pick it up on the other side.
1: Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make... you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at BarnesandNobles.com, Amazon.com, and Robert's website, RelationshipReadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show.
0: All right, welcome back.
1: If you like what I'm
0: doing here Station B-O-B. Let me know, audience. Let me know. Let me hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I talk about emotional intelligence, emotional health, emotional well-being a lot. Because it is that big of a topic. It is that important. And the evidence... Is all over the place Look at the behavior of children Children who feel good about themselves Do not commit mass murder Now I talk about these things in all three of my books The choices we make Light up your life Access denied I I, I think coming up maybe in the early fall I'm going to do You know just a brief uh, book reading on my podcast Just to share with with you Some of the content in my books Because we have to spread the word We have to not only spread the word But we all should focus on Improving our self-esteem Be aware of the importance of your children Having good self-esteem And take the steps to make that happen because you can Google how to improve your self-esteem. How to improve the self-esteem of your child or children. And so, I'm I'm never going to stop talking about this. Because we need to become more aware of the power and significance of our emotions. And so... Of all the things that we can give to our children The, sh- the first thing should be to, to help them learn the importance of having good self-esteem Learn the importance of, of how they should feel good about themselves Parents are not social workers I get that But self-esteem is the key to the emotional well-being of our children because when they feel good about themselves, they are not contemplating suicide, mass murder, school shootings, and any other act of evilness. As parents, we should be learning how to improve not only our children's self-esteem, but our own self-esteem Because if you if you don't have good self-esteem Well then it's quite understandable That your children would not have good self-esteem And so it's important I talk about happiness as a choice Happiness, happiness Yes, you want to be happy Because if you are not happy You're going to be sad And mad And not so glad And so As I was saying From the the moment your children can start talking English Or whatever your language is Get a book, Google it And keep in mind that part of the issue With self-esteem for many parents Some of us may even, as I said Lack self-esteem ourselves And therein lies one of the challenges If there is anything Anything you can give your child, or children. It is the gift of self-esteem, which is the awareness of how good they are and all they can be in the future. Self-esteem is something we can all enjoy, and self-esteem does not cost a dime. You you, you don't need a credit card. You, They don't sell it at Amazon. It doesn't cost anything. You don't need a cell phone to, to have good self-esteem? Well, some of us might, but okay. It can be learned by working with your children or yourself. Take a self-esteem inventory simply by giving a sheet of paper and draw a line down the middle and on the left side, you, you, you put the title, the word strengths and on the right side, you put the word weaknesses or vice versa, however you want to set it up. And you do the same thing for your children and yourselves and, and there are no right or wrong answers. This is only to learn more about what you see in yourself as your strengths and what you see in yourself as your possible weaknesses. Now, we all have so-called weaknesses, but they're not permanent. Unless you're born with no arms, no eyes, no ears, you just got a head, then okay. You'll probably be a little weak. No disrespect. I'm just saying. Other than that, if you, you you take an assessment As I said, there are no right or wrong answers You list the things that you're good at The things that you like to do And then you list the things that maybe you could do better So we call them weaknesses But when you list your so-called weaknesses Then next to them or underneath them You should put two things that you can do To convert those weaknesses into strengths, And then you just continue to Add to this list every day something that you've learned, something you accomplished so that we can start to remind ourselves. We can look at the picture of ourselves on the inside. Everybody's taking pictures on their cell phone. Yeah, look at me. Look what I had on. Look where I was. Look who I'm with. Look over there. Look over here. Forget that. Start drawing the picture of how you feel on the inside so that you can do something about it. You refer to this list regularly. As I said, it will become a positive picture of the things of about you and a reminder of your strengths so that you can reinforce the good things about you and be reminded on a daily basis of your strengths. Another thing you and your child can do is affirm yourselves every day. Create a list of things that you believe positively about you or that your child feels about him or herself and remind yourself Daily of the great things about you Also Stop using the word Can't You know subtly that's like a brainwashing uh, A way to find Excuses of something you can't Do when you actually Can And as I, I, I have told you in the past With my children We don't say can't We say can Because You can do anything All you have to do is try. You see, we can fix many of our own emotional deficits, but... First, we must do the work to become more self-aware of ourselves and our emotions so we can stop buying guns for our children and first improve their self-esteem. So if you do buy a gun, they can use it for sport instead of mass murder. And with that said, that's all I have for you today on this topic. As I said earlier, I did not want to talk much about guns and mass murder, but I wanted to really make the point about if you're going to buy your son or daughter a high-powered weapon and they commit a heinous Act of mass murder Then you should bear responsibility Especially When your child is walking around Unhappy With low self esteem Low self image Feeling uh, All miserable That's not the time to buy your child a gun And my hope Is that I don't have to talk about this subject Much anymore I know that's just wistful thinking But I am Dr. Rob and I will remain positive even about this crazy topic. And speaking of topics, I just want to remind you that or let you know that I did speak to my to my friend about coming on to the podcast to discuss her feelings regarding her gay daughter to see what her perspective is on that topic. So, stay tuned as I hope to bring you that podcast in the near future. You know, the one, My Child is Gay, WTF, part four. And also, coming soon, is my discussion about, are you a feeler or a thinker And which one is better That's just another important topic About the power of our emotions And the importance of having good emotional intelligence And so with that said I'm going to leave it right there Yes I am I'm going to put this subject down And I'm going to leave it right there Let me know your thoughts on the subject You can email me at changeagent. R-T-G at gmail.com, okay? Should parents be held responsible for their behavior, for the behavior of their children when they commit mass murder with a gun that the parents bought for them? Peace. And I really mean it. We need some peace. Stop playing. Put down the guns. Hug somebody, Learn to love yourself. And until we meet again, remember, love is an action, not a word. And it is not supposed to hurt. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work, Finally, in the words of the late, great reverend, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace. You love it?